has been struggling with lupus and the effects of lupus, so much so that it has damaged her kidney beyond repair. She needs a kidney transplant. She's been on dialysis for, uh, you know, forever. And she's been looking for a kidney transplant. Anna Lauren, her sister, immediately raised her hand. Immediately. Anna Lauren said, if I'm a match, I'll gladly give my kidney to my sister so that we both can live full lives. There's always risk, and we treat that sometimes as though it's no big deal. It's just a kidney transplant, just a kidney transplant. But yeah, Anna Lauren, in an act of love and compassion and sacrifice and kindness, did what she could with what she had where she was. One of the things that opens the door for you and for me, for us, for we, to be a refreshing to others is when we do what we can with what we have, where we are. You see how Peter did it, verse 6. The guy wanted money, but Peter said, I don't have any of that, but I can do for you what I can with what I have where I am. He said, in his heart, perhaps, I believe Jesus can change this man's life. I'm going to risk my reputation. I'm going to to put myself out there. I'm going to be bold in my proclamation. But I believe this is the will of God. I believe this is what God has orchestrated. I believe that this is what God has planned with his sovereign purpose. And so he looked at the man who was begging for alms, and he said, Silver and gold have I none, but what I have I give to you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And that man's life was forever changed. He found healing, not just for his body, but for his soul. It's through faith in him that his sin has been forgiven. We see this in verse 26. We'll get there in a second. He did what he could with what he had where he was. This week... Can I humbly suggest that the way we, the family of the refreshed, help others find healing and hope through Jesus is to do what we can where we are with what we have. We have a testimony to share. My life has been transformed by God's grace. Can I tell you about it? Oh, my goodness. When was the last time you told somebody how God has shaped and changed your life? That's what you got. And by the way, if you can talk about baseball or basketball or football or sales or what's at Ikea, you can certainly talk about Jesus. Do what you can with what you have where you are. It will change a life in the hands of the living God. The second thing I want us to walk away with is turn the topic of every conversation toward Jesus. We live in a land of bad news, don't we? Can we all agree? I mean, bad news is all over the place. 
It seems like bad news dominates everything. Every news cycle, bad news. Every newspaper, bad news. Every conversation at the water cooler, bad news. It seems like bad news wins the day. I was talking to uh, someone very close to me that I love very much and uh, going to have a, a heart procedure. And uh, he, I was talking to him on the phone. He said, he said, well, I talked to my heart surgeon and the heart surgeon said, now listen, the heart surgeon told me I have 99.1% chance of survival. I don't know if your mind did what my mind did. When he told me that, I immediately said, you mean there's a chance you won't survive? The bad news, that 0.9% overwhelmed my emotions and my mind, and I began to think, oh my goodness, you might not survive. But, but remember the good news, 99.1% survival rate. Isn't that how it happens for us every day? See, what we fail to remember is that we've got good news, and that good news swallows up all the bad news that this world can muster. We've got good news, and it's better news than the bad news could ever be. We've got good news, and it can change a life. You see, with Jesus, there's a 100% chance of survival. I want you to look at verse 26. Verse 26 says, uh, to Peter's finishing up his message. He says, to you first, God, having raised up his servant Jesus, sent him to bless you in turning away every one of you from your iniquities. He raised Jesus up. That means that Jesus conquered death. And if we're walking with Jesus, we conquer death. It means that Jesus is the servant who brings the, all the promises of God to bear on our life. And if we're walking with Jesus, then we're the recipients living in all of those blessings. No matter what this world may throw our way, nothing, nothing, nothing will ever, ever, ever be able to take away this one truth. In Christ Jesus, I am a son and I am a daughter of God. And I am under his protection and I'm lavishing in his provision. And he has his arms wrapped around me and I can stand confident and secure. And because I live with that great confidence, because I am wrapped in the arms of my loving father every day, I need to tell somebody who's far from God how that they can find healing and hope through faith in Jesus Christ because I want them to taste the good news of life that I live in every day. I've been refreshed. I need to be a refreshing to somebody else. Today, friends, as we, as we think about what God has done for us, we're the family of the refreshed. Let's share that refreshing with others. Turn the topic of every conversation away from the bad news and toward the good news. Oh, I know it's bad at this office. I know it's tough. I know that boss is mean. But can I tell you some good news that makes it okay? We don't have the answer for every problem in this world, but we know the one who does. So let's tell them about Jesus. Let's tell them and show them and live like being part of God's family makes a difference. That I'm a son, I'm a daughter of God, therefore I live refreshed. And you can have that too. Would you bow your heads with me please? Lord God in heaven, as we finish out this morning,
in praise and in worship. I pray that the reality that we've been liberated from our bondage in sin through faith in Jesus Christ, that we're no longer captured in the cell of our shame because of our sin, but now through faith in Christ, we are sons and daughters of God. I pray that that truth would ring in our soul and that we would sing praise to you. We've been liberated. We're no longer in bondage. We're no longer slaves. We're sons and daughters. Oh God, may your people praise you this morning, walking and leaping and praising you. And may we commit ourselves to do what we can with what we have where we are and to turn the topic of every conversation to Jesus. And it's in the name of Jesus we pray. Amen.